Hello and welcome to the When Wrestlers Act podcast. I'm John Cronshaw and I'm joined today by my good friend Colin Cox. How are you doing, Colin? Hello, John. How are you today? I'm very well. How are you this day being oh, your birthday? Yay! Yeah, it's absolutely fine. And um, for your birthday, we've finally watched something good. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> it's great. It's great. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, um, I'm a baby. I'm, um, you know, a third of the way to my centenary. So, <laughs> you know, keeping that one going. 33. It's a bit depressing, really. I feel like I should be doing more with my life as a 30-year-old man than reviewing their TV show starring wrestlers. <laughs> but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So we've just watched an episode of Married With Children, Series 2, Episode 22, an episode called All In The Family, starring King Kong Bundy. Yes, and he was very good in this He was brilliant in this, and this episode was great. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. So, yes. uh, yeah, the the Bristol stool chart this, this time is... Uh, Gonna go back in the bag. It's, it's wiped clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've cleaned the uh, proverbial slate. So no Bristol stool chart today, I'm afraid. We're actually rating this as good. Yes. Um, so I don't think a, a shit scale is is appropriate. My dog's having a wash. So uh, <laughs> if you hear slopping in the background, it's not me. Yeah, it's not. It's not me either. Um, so what you notice first of all about this is. The intro is brilliant. It opens up, it looks like it's going to be really cheesy. You've got a, um American kind of highway, a flyover, whatever you a call it. A fountain as well. Yeah, fountain. The song, the love and marriage song. But then Al Bundy, is that his name? Al Bundy. Al Bundy. Sat on a sofa. His wife's tottering around. And, um, yeah, they just kind of hand, hand, hand a bit of money to his daughter, to his son. She comes over. Hands money to her. She was just coming over for affection. Yeah, but he was just, you know, he was resigned to the fact that he'd be handed <laughs> out money to everyone. The dog comes to see him, he gives money to the dog. <laughs> Brilliant. So, yeah, there's the opening. Classic. Um, it opens up and they're in their, I suppose, their kitchen slash sitting room. What would you say it was? I suppose it was a... It's, a, it's one of those. It's a bit of everything. So it's an open plan... Um, TV set, <laughs> which which makes it a lot easier to film them, you know, rather than in different rooms, you can just have it all in one place. So I think that's the gimmick there. He's talking about how great it is that he, she was asleep when he got to bed. Yeah. So awake, that was a good thing. Yeah. Away before he got up. And that was a good thing. Yeah. And um, there was breakfast on the table, although there wasn't. There wasn't. And then she started speaking, this Peggy... And it was Leela from Futurama. Did you? I can't believe that you didn't know that already. I didn't know that. I was, and that's all you can see now. I was freaked out. It was <laughs> because it didn't just sound, you know, like you know when you see um, something like the Rugrats, and it's got like, oh, she she did the voice in The Simpsons. You know, you can recognise it kind of. This was just the same character, <laughs> exactly the same voice. Really weird and like. But a cracking ass. Yeah. No. She. She's. Uh, you know. She was. Certainly a shaky lady. It's, uh, these um, these podcasts are kind of descended into you uh, commenting on on the arses of women. We're going to get a, a rep in the uh, feminist community. You do realise that all the all those feminist activists who are regular listeners to When Wrestlers Act will be turning off right now. Like moms against WWE. Yeah. I'm. I'm. A I hope she listens to us. I'm a feminist. You're, not, I, you're I, not, John. You've not got the T-shirt that all the politicians were wearing last year. 
what the fifty pound t shirt that's uh, from <laughs> This a... is what a feminist looks like or something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I mean, I mean I'm I'm a fan of feminism, you know. Girl girl, whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the rest of the audience alienated. Yes. Yeah. Well, I can I can say stuff like that because I know that my wife will never listen to this. <laughs> it's your outlet, is that it? Yes, and if she does, then I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so this opening scene anyway, we basically... Um, Peggy makes a joke about <clears throat> Al farting in bed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically, we've, we've had jokes about sex and... Sex and farts. Sex and farts. Yeah, so <laughs> sounds like a romantic night. Yeah, so so within the first opening scene, we've had jokes about sex and farts. So the tone of this is, you know what, you know what you're dealing with. So she's, what's she doing? Why is she doing all this uh, seemingly nice stuff that Al likes? I don't know. There's definitely something suspicious going on from what I remember from watching all these episodes, including the one that had Bill Oddie in it. Was he ever a wrestler? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's, um, he was in the goodies, which was kind of a tag team. Mm. So maybe. Still better than the New Day, and there were three of them. Yeah, fabulous, fabulous free birds, but obviously the goodies. I mean, yeah, they've got a tag team name. They had their own dance, the Funky Gibbon, mm. you know, and then he went on to have his uh, spying, on, spying on birds gimmick. Bit like, <laughs> bit, bit like you. Bit like your criminal record. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Come on, that was rescinded when I was 17. <laughs> so, what, what's the gimmick then? Why is she being nice? Tell me, Colin. She's got her rather inbred family coming round. Yeah, the family are going to visit. The family from Wanker County, apparently. Yeah, the Wanker family. Yeah, the Wanker family from Wanker County. Yeah. We're not making that bit up. They really are from Staffordshire. Whoa. Ah. Colin Cox. I mean, you know. Don't say my surname. They'll come out and seek me from Staffordshire and Pelham with stale I've already introduced you. I've introduced you in every episode. I know, but yeah. you know these Staffordshire people will forget. Yeah, but by the time they, you know, by the time they get past kill services, they uh, <laughs> out for. So you'll be all right. Don't worry. That reminds me. Did you get any oatcakes for me last time you were in Staffordshire? No. You chump. We didn't go to any supermarkets. You said you were going to. I tried. But we forgot. We we parked in Tesco. Ah, uh, your story's not adding up. No, we you didn't. You tried, you forgot. Come on. We come parked on, in Tesco just and then admit, we didn't actually go just, into Tesco. Just admit you couldn't be asked. Just I could be asked. I usually do. I, I forgot. I know. I know. Well, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt because it's your birthday now. Shut up. All right. All right. So, <clears throat> the family burst in. First of all, we get Otto. Played by Divine. Divine. Is the actor's name? Is it really? Yeah. Can you describe him for me? He was just divinity with a with thinning hair, yeah, and a big nose, and rather camp. He was vile. He was unpleasant <laughs> to look at. <laughs> Not just to look at, but his whole being. <clears throat> he was like one of these passive-aggressive uh, camp <laughs> men that they have nowadays. He was great. He was, oh, he was a brilliant character. Don't get me wrong. He was. He was fantastic. Um, and then we had Uncle Irwin. Uncle Irwin, who was played by the large King Kong Bundy. Yeah! Which gave us an excuse to watch this. Yes. So thank you, King Kong Bundy. And guess what? He was... I, I've already mentioned it, but note, he, he played Uncle Irwin. 
he didn't just play King Kong Bundy here to do a cameo and get with our Bundy. Yeah. See, when I, when I found out we were going to be reviewing this and it had King Kong Bundy, that's exactly what I thought. It's got to be all. Oh, here's my uncle King Kong or something. But... Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a good use of logic there. Good mm. use of thought in that brain of yours, Colin. I know. So no, that, that's it. That's that's a good. Good thought. But he was a character. He was a character. And what a character he was. Yeah, and he, he wasn't King Kong Bundy. He was Uncle Irwin. Yes. Next we get the triplets. <laughs> who are... What are they? They're, they're three three um, blonde Young sisters. elderly sisters. Sort yeah. of the mid to early 60s. Yeah. Uh, sisters um, wearing these pink... Dresses. What? How would you describe these dresses? I don't know. There was like plaid skirt kind of thing. I mean, if you know, if they're on a uh, girl half their age, <laughs> yeah. But um, I don't know. They they're just completely odd, and they kept speaking in time, which was creepy. <laughs> it's like you know, The Shining with the twins. Yes. Imagine that, but times by a half. I preferred the League of Gentlemen. Yeah, either. It's the same concept. It's just scary twins, but you've got it again, another one. Do you know what I mean? Adding mm. 50% of twinage. <laughs> Three twins, not just two. Three twins. Three twins, yeah. Take that logic. Yeah, doesn't make sense, does it? No. So, <laughs> um, where were we at? Oh, yeah. The mother, we don't see her, actually. I think that's a bit of a joke in the episode. Yes. But she's referred to, <clears throat> and she's delivered in a horse box. <laughs> and then they keep going. Oh, we, what is it to say that we 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 can't get her out of the horse box because she's stuck? When we need to, and you, and and somebody forgot the WD forty. So. It wasn't on the list, and that's a recurring joke as well. Yeah. When uh, King Kong Bundy keeps saying it wasn't on the list. Yeah. And at one point later on, not really a spoiler, but he again says it wasn't on the list, and then um, the. Brother, what's he called? Which one? The the Otto. Otto says, and neither were you, but here you are. Yeah. Which I thought, good line. Yeah. So at this point, we're introduced to Bud. Named after Al's favourite beer. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that a genuine thing? Yeah. Or, wow, that's good. I like that. Um, although, there's better beers, let's be honest. What about those stubbies you get from Aldi? Yeah, no, they're worse. <laughs> they're worse. So, yeah. Um, the the beer de France, those ones. <laughs> yeah. Bud... Comes out and he's, he's basically implying that his sister is a whore. Yeah. And going, how much would she sell for to the Wanker County people? <laughs> and then he asks his uncle, Irwin, who's King Kong Bundy, um, will you be putting your head through a TV again? <laughs> and he says, only if you're good. <laughs> so, and he's, he's, a, you know, he's, he's a really nice kind of um, guy, he's, actually. He's very gentle. Yeah, he's like a gentle giant. In fact, you know what he reminds me of? Um, and this might actually put a damper, put a dampener on the episode. To be honest, right? You remember the character played by Randy off of the My Name Is Earl in Boy Meets World, the episode with Big Van Vader in. Oh yeah, and yeah. Harry was a kind of gentle giant. Y- you're right. Yeah. Yes. But I think this this character was better because mm. it was in a different context, and it was it was a roller coaster of a. Laugh a minute ride, wasn't it? This one, and his delivery was great as well. Yeah, no, he he was really good. He was really good. I cannot fault his uh, his acting. 
I mean, he was a bit stilted at points, but that kind of was his charm. Yeah, I think. I think it's because he didn't go to RADA. To what? The Royal Arts and Drama Association. I don't know. It's, <laughs> Ooh, no, I Sorry, it's, Colin, it's one think. of those posh schools where all the posh actors go that's not Cambridge. All oh, right, so so where you went then? Yeah, yeah. Look, if I if I went to Cambridge, John, would I be sat here now? <laughs> what doing a doing a podcast? No, like? I would be on Radio Four now because I would have joined the Footlights and got a job in British Television or Radio, like every other person who went to Cambridge University and joined the Footlights. That's true. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, that's funny. That's my Radio Four joke. Yeah, but 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 That's good. That'll go over any American listeners. It will. I hope you edit that bit out. No, I'm going to edit it in. That'll be the start. That'll be our new theme tune. Yeah. In fact, we need a theme tune. Actually, we do. That we're going to write and sing ourselves. Why not? In our in our wrestling gear. Which brings us on to the next bit. Hootenanny! <laughs> yeah, this was great. The, the call for a hootenanny and it all goes mental. Yes. The, the triplets have suddenly got guitars and are singing... What do they start singing? Um, I don't know it. Some, some country song. Um, Emphasised of... part of that word then when you said country. <laughs> um, it was It was great. Al's grumpy. Al's grumpy. He doesn't uh, like the hooting, Annie. He and wants then someone to shut up. They're doing the thing of um, Uncle Owen sing or Uncle whatever King Kong Bundy. Uncle King Kong Bundy. Yeah. Ow! And yeah. then there's just silence. Yeah. And um, Leela, she's not called Leela, is she? <laughs> she What's is. What's she not. called? Peggy. Peg. Yeah, Peg. Tosses around Peggy. between people going, your turn. With her hand in that sort of way. Did, did, have you not yeah, played together? Yeah, show them, show like, them like that, like yeah, a, yeah. like a. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. exactly like that. Have you not put two and two together? When think back of that episode of um, Future Armor, all the way back in the second series, where you've got that person when Leela thinks that she's met another Cyclops. Yeah, and they do the married with children yeah, thing yeah, there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to watch that again now. <laughs> Uh, in fact, I'll just have to watch all the future armour again. How's that? This is because uh, I think my only um, reference point, really, to Married with Children is references. You know what I mean? Like, I've, 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 got, I've seen so many kind of pastiches of it in, like, The Simpsons and Family Guy and, yeah, I suppose Future Armour that you get it, but I've not, I don't think I've ever actually watched an episode of Married with Children. Really? Yeah. I used to watch it a lot when I was a kid. I used to like it, and then um, I became a surly teenager and thought, yeah, that's not funny. That's lowbrow. Yeah. And then I became a grown-up and thought, actually, there's nothing wrong with lowbrow. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it was funny. And um, But, you know, I was trying to be a sophisticated darling. Well... It didn't work. It doesn't say you, Colin, that's the thing. I know. At this point, Uncle Irwin declares that he's famished. The dog runs off. <laughs> A little joke. That was a nice little visual yes. joke. I like that one. This is, this is a point where they they decide that they're going to go out for a meal, <clears throat> and um, I was like, "Yeah, let's let's all go for a meal, kids. I know you don't want to go to college, <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's just a 
a commentary on American society and the way too expensive college system. So what is it? So they they don't get to go to university on on a kind of free point of entry. Like no, their their student loan is an actual loan. Yeah, and they will be probably a hundred grand in the hole by the time they finish wow. uni. Wow, and we thought we had it bad with our forty grand. <laughs> And on the current exchange, right, it's probably about $100,000, to be honest. Well, true. But all you, all you need to do, here's a scam, I'll, I'll give you a tip. Go to a shite university and um, <laughs> don't earn enough money to, to pass the point <laughs> where you've got to pay it back. And then it'll just get wiped off when you're 60 anyway. So, yay, we win. Yes. That's how you the do it. The system works. Go to Kiel, get two halves of a degree <laughs> that makes less than a whole. <laughs> so, so yeah, so they, they um, are going to go for food. And Bud, that's his name, the son, yeah. he asks his Uncle Irwin, are you going to put your head through the salad bar again? Only if you're good. Oh. <laughs> this show's, like, really endearing. Or, or, I don't know. Because he, he was in Modern Family, wasn't he, the Al, Al Bundy character? He was, um, but that's a god-awful programme. He has his moments, but I think the issue with it is, like, this was endearing, but it wasn't sentimental. Do you know what I mean? And I yes. think, like, you think, oh, isn't it, isn't it nice, even though that they're really dysfunctional, actually there's kind of love there, you know. With <clears throat> Modern Family, it's just like, it, it just gets too soppy and... So yeah, the ne- this is another joke, the running joke of the non-existent mother, or the out-of-shop mother anyway. Al goes for poo, I think is the <laughs> thing, and they go, oh, our mother's in the bathroom. He's like, oh, do you think Al's noticed? And all of a sudden Al comes downstairs, <laughs> and he's blind. <laughs> yeah, and it was, there was a great line in this, uh, what was his name, Otto? said, oh, don't worry, it's just traumatic blindness. Happened to our doctor once when he saw her. <laughs> yeah, that was a good line. I it like was. This was followed, so so Al was taken to sit on the sofa with Leela. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, What's let's it? just call her uh, Leela. Yeah, just call her Leela, because it basically was Leela. <laughs> all they need to do is poke her eye out, and, and it'll be the same. <laughs> so, yeah, so Al's on the sofa with his missus, and um, she starts kind of giving him a bit of a lecture, saying, oh, you've, you've not been nice to my family. And he comes out with a great line of, neither has nature. <laughs> See, it's brilliant. Just to... can't you, Then can't you be nice to my family? So he stands up and says, go home. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, but, you know, make them, make them know that you care. Go home and drive safely. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's brilliant. I don't know, it's just... A lot of, a lot of um, good little lines like that that just, just make it for me. There's, a, there's another great line later on. I don't know if um, if we can shoot it in at any point, but it's when they're talking about how the triplets have been using Kelly's bed because that's used to having a lot of people on it. And then um, she says, Well, bud, you'll never... You should be comforted in the fact that you'll never go bald because you'll always have the hairs on your palm. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was a great line. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Implying that he masturbates a lot. Yeah. And there was a, there was the there was also the line about the um about his encrusted rubber sheets as well. <laughs> so yeah. Bit odd. Yes. Bit odd. Um <clears throat> so this is this is a bit where 
it's revealed that the triplets, one of them's going to be getting married. Mm. And all the, I suppose, the inbreeding and everything comes out because everyone in Wanker County <laughs> is part of the Wanker family. So anyone that they meet are clearly family. And this is a point where, what's the name, Christina Applegate? What's That's her? the one. Yeah. She chirps up and goes, oh, even John at the ice cream store, or whatever it was, even John at the repair shop, I can't remember. And um, goes, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and she looks horrified. Yeah. So she's obviously... Um, Been there. Yeah. Done that. Because she's a slapper. That's the that's the gimmick with her, yes. isn't it? And the jokes keeps getting repeated. Um, and that goes all the way for the next 200 and odd episodes. Yeah. So the gimmick with the, the triplets... <clears throat> The three twins, um, take that logic, is, uh, yeah, so the game with the triplets is... Did you enjoy that philosophy degree you've got? Yeah. Um, so the issue here is that if the, one of the triplets gets married, then she won't be able to do her performances, which is a great money-making thing. <laughs> Sometimes they make up to $34 in change a night. So Ooh. I think that was a lot of money back then. I don't know. Was it? Um, yeah, probably. I think the dollar was stronger in those days. Yeah, yeah. I think it was around a time of the gold standard, so, yeah. you know. Yeah. Economics. Yeah. So, we also find out that another another thing that they make money from is uh, yoghurt. <laughs> and, I don't know, there's a bit of a passive-aggressive line about, um, what is it, putting pork at the bottom of yoghurts. Yes. Otto says, he goes, oh, say, says... You puts pork at the bottom of yogurts, and I think King Kong Bundy turns around and says, "Oh, it'll catch on." He'll, like that. that's gonna work one day. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So he just delivers it so well. He's so passionate about it. Yeah. So it's implied here that Al kind of needs to save the triplet from herself, mm. the one triplet who's going to get married to one of her relatives in Wanker County. One of the three twins. One of the Wankers. Yes. Yeah. Um, and Al, thinking that he's helping the situation, um, says, "You have my blessing. Go get married." Yeah, and then he um, and then Peggy calls him an idiot, and um, Al says, it, "Before this, so Al says, every time I try and help your family, you usually end up getting unhappy and calling me an idiot." And then it comes true here. Yeah, so um, we cut to the neighbours. And the the bloke saying, "Ah, oh, we've we've got the wine, we've got the lights turned down. We're going to have some earth shattering sex." <laughs> and then the doorbell rings. It rings again. They're going, "Ah, oh, just ignore it." The ringing goes faster, more furious, and they eventually let Alan. And he makes himself comfortable on the sofa, starts moaning about unwelcome guests, mm. asks for a beer, some pretzels, some tuna. Yes, tuna. Yeah, why tuna, Colin? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've been around your house before and I've gone, ah, oh, get me a drink. Yeah, and then I will come bustling in with some foie gras as well. Yeah, and I'll be like, what? What? what's this? Get me some other types of pate. Yeah, so... Oh, Do you not okay. have any of that Waitrose pate with the, uh, with the chorizo? Oh, that's Tesco. <sighs> See? But yeah... This isn't a joke, by the way. This isn't a, uh, you know, one of those comic riffing that you hear so much about. This is, 
yeah, we we genuinely have um, had great pate from Tesco. Yeah, we've we've had lots of pate at Collins House. In fact, that's <laughs> usually the only reason why I go around Collins House is because I know that there'll be at least three types of pate to choose from. And uh, yeah, that's not true. We recorded one of these at my house once. Yeah, and that's when when you had to, to have your liver pumped because of the pate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think I think the main issue I've got with your pate addiction is that goose you've got in your cellar that you keep stuffing with food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know you know that goose that lives next to the little calves you've got in in boxes. Yeah, what about them? Ah, just, Clarence. Yeah, Clarence, Clarence the foie gras <laughs> goose, or is it Clarence the foie gras calf? In fact, oh, man, they're all called Clarence. That's, that's one thing you need to do with your vile animal experiments. <laughs> Have you tried? Right, basically, force-feeding a goose to give it the, you know, the foie gras effect. So you keep feeding it, you keep feeding it, you keep feeding it. And then you get a number of these geese and they start force-feeding them to cows in boxes. So you're getting veal stuffed with foie gras geese. Are we going? To, are we going to force feed the geese caviar as well? No, no. You, maybe you could force feed the geese foie gras. I don't know if anyone's tried that before. I'd rather not. That's cannibalism. <laughs> tangents, Colin. Tangents. Right. Let's get back on track. The. Uh, in fact, this has been quite good. We've done really well. This is the first tangent we've gone on. Really. No, uh, we've had rants about Keel as well and Staffordshire. Oh, yeah. Okay, but like when we did whatever it was we did last that was a bit dull was it the Mad About You's episode went on a lot of tangents on that it's because it was really bad <laughs> so so yeah so um, so the better the thing the less tangents we do fewer tangents that's what I said yeah okay so what happens then <clears throat> tell me tell me about the um, the arguments that ensue between the the neighbours who are about to get sexed up they had an argument and um, they end up not having sex and Al leaves and he says, I'll leave you to your romantic night and you see him just sat there on the couch, sat at one end and the other, looking grumpy yeah, and unsexed. Al starts moaning about his family, well, his, his wife's family, how much he dislikes them. And then the neighbour, the male neighbour, whatever his name is, Mr Neighbour, he starts ranting about um, the mother-in-law and it ensues that he, he hates his mother-in-law. He hates the fact that she's got a leaky eye. Um, <laughs> and then, leaky eye. Yeah, don't you remember? That was yes, a gimmick. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, she, she leaves um, soaked bits of Kleenex all around the house <laughs> from her leaking eye and she'll, she'll you know, we'll prepare her a turkey lunch and all she'll do is want some eggs. And her eye will leak everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't like that. And uh, no. <laughs> he, he, he falls out with his missus on this. So, yeah, that was out there. And you can't unsay those things. Where did they get that idea from? Isn't this like a documentary? Isn't it all based on... Did you not say that based on a true story? Yeah, but they said that at the start of Serial Mom as well. That was based on a true story. It was written by John Waters. Wasn't it was wasn't the one out of serial mum in this? Wasn't that the neighbours wasn't she in it? No, no, um I thought that the um male neighbour looked like a lot like the dad out of serial mum, but But it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. That's cool. 
That's cool. Um, Has that got any wrestlers in it? God knows. <clears throat> you should watch it anyway. It's a great film. So we cut back to Al's house and <clears throat> his daughter. What is his daughter's name? Kelly. Kelly. There we go. Kelly and Bud are fighting. And um, Irwin, Uncle Irwin, the King Kong Bundy, he's sat on a sofa and he, he makes a bit of a philosophical remark. Says, cats and dogs. <laughs> they, are, they like doing that in comedy. So you get the... Um... You get the beefy, burly person, and um, they always like to come out with something clever just to show, see, I'm actually a man of substance. I'm a beautiful and unique human being. I am a snowflake. No. No, because he says cats and dogs. And then, oh, yeah. and then <laughs> look over to him, and he goes, sorry, I'm just hungry. <laughs> yeah, so the wistful comment about cats and dogs... It's because he wants to eat it. Is this the point where the dog runs off? Oh, no, that was earlier. Yeah, yeah that was earlier. See, all links. So it's, it's good writing. I like it. I don't know how this happened, but in the meantime, while this has been going on, Al has gone and found the triplets at the docks. And he says, oh, we, we were all going to be signing up to the Merchant Navy. <laughs> is that funny? I don't know. I just think it is, yeah. It's it just, just seems... Three elderly women signing up for the Merchant Navy. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I suppose. Throughout this episode as well, um, Al's just wanting to do one thing, which we haven't mentioned before, but it is it it was mentioned earlier in the show, is he's wanted to watch this John Wayne film called... Hondo. 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 Yes, Hondo. It sounds like <laughs> something Japanese, but it's called Hondo. Yeah, I've never heard of it. To be honest, no, it's just a generic John Wayne film. Apparently, it's very good. Yeah, and he, he he's really wanted to watch it. That's yeah. all he's wanted to do. So he's he's taped it off the telly. And why um, didn't he just download it? I don't know. Um, and then he's moaning about this, and um, he's saying, "Everybody, be quiet! I'm about to watch Hondo," yeah. and he's so happy. He is. He's, he's just grateful. He's take, take the film. You see the opening credits of the film. And then suddenly it goes, <laughs> cuts out. And then it's um, Otto and Uncle Irwin. And they're going, oh, do you think he'll notice? And then he <laughs> starts singing, you're so beautiful. Don't know why. But I, think that, I think they were just, it was a nice thing that they were doing for Peg. Yeah. They just wanted to say thank you to Peg. Do you know what? It, it, it made me think that this um, was the same joke from the Alan Partridge episode where <laughs> Could well he wants to, he's, he's like desperate to watch uh, James Bond films. And then he ends up watching The World's Strongest Man. Yeah. And it's great. <laughs> That's wrong though, because why would it be The World's Strongest Man? It's, it wasn't new, yeah. No, but it's, it doesn't matter, it's a tape. Mm, I suppose. Wasn't it America's Strongest Man? It would be America's Strongest Man. Oh, if it's America's Strongest Man, that makes sense. Yeah. Who knows? But, um, yeah, Alan Partridge saying about... It doesn't matter. It's not about Alan Partridge. Is there any episodes of Alan Partridge starring wrestlers? Uh, I don't think so. David Schneider's got a black belt in judo. Yeah. That's a type of wrestler. When we do um, When Martial Artists Act, (laughs) the uh, spin-off... 
we'll come back to this because yeah. um, Ed O'Neill, who plays what's his face out, has got a black belt in BJJ. That's not true. It is true. Really? Yeah. It's quite true. Al Bundy, the, the fat guy off of the Modern Family. Yes, he has a black belt in British... Um, British? British yeah, British. <laughs> British jiu-jitsu. You go and hit people with a cup of tea and a yeah. truncheon. Yeah. He has a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. The Been great. doing it for since 1992. The Gracie kind. The, the Gracie uh, kind. He was trained by a Gracie. That's very impressive. Mm. Oh, okay. Got his black belt in 2008. Still, not seen him in the octagon, so... No. I suppose it could be in Bellator. It's... Could be. More money in Bellator. <clears throat> well, the... Oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> not get into that. It's not about... It's not about fighting. It's about wrestlers in, in TV shows and films. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. That was good. What was next? And then, um... There's the twist... After um after they've gone out the after they've left, it emerges that it's all just Al imagining what would happen if they come round, because it's just a giant sort of visual um, representation of what he thought was going to happen when Peg brought the news that they're coming round. So none of it actually happened. Yeah, and then he, he the doorbell rings, and King Kong Bundy. Puts his head through the door. <laughs> so that was a great ending. So it's probably going to be worse, much yeah. worse. He had it easy. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if we've conveyed this one particularly well, but this was a great episode. This was a lot of fun to watch. And it, it was it really surprised me because I, I don't know, saw the opening, the flyover, the picture of a fountain. Thought, uh, this is going to be bad. And it wasn't. It, it was wasn't. Great. So, in terms of the Bristol stool chart, we can't place it. No, and that's fine. This is, we, we, we can't we can't even give it a three or a four, which is an ideal poo. Yeah, no, because it, it's not poo. No, this 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 was great. It was well, it, I mean, it wasn't an excellent show by any means, but it was good. It was certainly very, you know, I'd even go as far as go. It was very good. Yeah, really entertaining. And. What more I could you might ask for? be tempted to watch more Married with Children. I probably won't, but no, I, think, I honestly think I might. To be honest, I might. I might have to check it out. I mean, they get there's two hundred and sixty odd episodes, and clearly that's not going to be good all the time. I'm just interested to see Leela's range of outfits. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> and that bouffant hair. Yeah, yeah, I want to see how big that gets. So, yeah, I'm hoping that by like series twenty or whatever they got to, that it's like. It's as tall as Marge Simpson's. And they have that episode with Bill Oddie. I don't believe you. I think, believe me. I think you're lying. I am completely telling the truth. Why would Bill Oddie... It doesn't... Like, those worlds don't mesh to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do, actually, but... It's like having... You know, it's like having it happens. A, right, put it like this. It'd be like having aliens in an Indiana Jones film. That's a ridiculous... Oh, hang on. Hmm. It'd be like, um... Having Freddy Krueger and um, Jason Voorhees in the same film. That's not so bad. I mean, you know, maybe like, imagine something like Alien, you know, the Alien films, and, and crossing that with Predator. Oh, that would be terrible. That'd I'd be ridiculous. So what you're saying is, is we've got Married with Children meet Springwatch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it Married with Children versus Springwatch? Well, you mean like... That's, um... a, that's a concept. 
Not the computer game Robocop versus Terminator. Yeah. That was a bad concept. Yeah. And not a very good game. No. I don't think I ever played it, to be honest. Mega Drive game. Yeah. Lots of blood. Right. It's not worth it. No. All right. You Robocop, you go around shooting Terminators. Okay. Yeah. I thought it would be the other way around. You'd imagine so, but there's more Terminators than there are Robocops. But if you can do... Make Terminators, surely be able to make Robocops? No, I think Robocop travels to the future or something. But he'd be, like, antiquated. I know that. And he's kind of got human issues, and he seems to be basically directed by the three laws of robotics, except four directives, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Where are we going with this? I don't know, but I, I... I don't think Terminators have got the three laws of robotics, is what I'm saying. No, but they're cyborgs. And so is Robocop. Are they? Terminators? Yeah. No, Terminators. They're cyborgs. What? No, I thought cyborgs were like human robot crossovers. He... The, the robots, okay, they're not robots, they're androids. No, in Terminator. He's, Schwarzenegger explains it all in Terminator 2. He's a cyborg. Is he? Yeah, no, he, he bleeds and everything. No, but you need... You Living know. tissue over a robotic skeleton. I don't think that's a cyber... I think that's an android. Because in, in, in um, Philip K. Dick stuff, the androids are almost un, unrecognisable from humans, but because they're engineered... OK, but he calls himself a cyborg. But he's wrong. <laughs> OK, that's... So cy- a cyborg... OK, Robocop's a cyborg. Yes. Because Robocop is... He's part human. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got a human brain and all that. But... I think the Terminator is an android. So, there we go. Oh, so, married with children. <laughs> married with children versus Robocop. <laughs> yeah, married with children versus the goodies. Yeah. It does happen. Well, not that, but Bill Oddie in Married with Children happens. Yeah, I want to see that now. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to watch it. I'm going to have to watch it until that happens. <laughs> so... Yeah. It was in the mid-90s. Wow. Still shocked. Cause, I and mean, even... and um, the Married With Children people come to London. Right. And it's all filmed on location. Well, a lot of it is anyway. In a bird-watching bird shed. Yes, why not? Yeah, looking for badgers. Al speaks at Speaker's Corner. Does he? Yeah. What about? About women. Really? Yeah. Oh. <sighs> Shall we do the plugs? Yes. Um, we've not done an overview of King Kong Bundy. We have. We just said it was great. Gentle giant. Everything's well delivered. Brilliant. Yeah. So it, it, he, he scores but, highly. In fact, to be honest... I would happily watch other things with King Kong Bundy in. Yeah. Because like, he was really good in it. Out of the things we've watched, is he, do you reckon he's one of the better wrestlers we've seen? That I've seen? watched. I mean, the only one who I believe is better than him, is Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Not Terry Funk in there. Terry Funk was very good. At but, being Terry Funk. <laughs> at being Terry Funk. <laughs> but Jesse Ventura. Yeah, okay. So Jesse Ventura, I think we've done two things with him in. We did the um, that it, crazy episode me, of the X-Files. For me, it goes Jesse Ventura, King Kong Bundy. China. And, 
Rowdy Roddy Piper, then China. Oh, you see. Actually, no, no, switch those two, you're right. Roddy Piper needs to be higher than King Kong Bundy. The one that I reviewed was Body Slam. Okay. Well, we'll, (laughs) all right, all right. We we do need to watch Stay Live at some point. I mean, to be honest... On your next birthday. It might probably be around then, to be honest, because I'm thinking um, we'll save save that one for episode 50 or something. You know, do something special. How many are we on now? I don't know, I think this is 23... Yeah, be about be about right time. Is twenty five a golden number? No, well, I don't know. That's and, a silver number. Yeah, so we need a silver film. Yeah, so find a film with silver in the title, starring a wrestler. There's your challenge. We've also got the Scooby Doo WrestleMania mysteries to watch at <laughs> some point. You can review that with your son. <laughs> in fact, that would be quite good. <laughs> I think if we wait till next year's WrestleMania, he'll be three. I think he'll be. At the perfect and age. And a half. Yeah, he'll be at the perfect age to um, do a podcast <laughs> with his dad. Um, no. No. Right. Anyway, plugs, if anyone's still listening. Bloody hell. Um, we're on Twitter, at WWA Podcast. We're on the iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher and Audio Boo. No. Audio Boom, it's called now. Oh, well, that's that's good. Yeah, it's better than you posted a boo. Yes. Made it sound like you had a poo. It really does. Yeah. Um, Tuning radio, that makes us yeah, cool. Yeah, we're on, we're on tuning radio as well. Um, there's... MySpace? The MySpace and the Bebo pages. Yeah, okay. We're on Grindr. Um, Face Party. We're on um, J-Date. <laughs> <laughs> Tinder. Um, I don't know. We've been listening to too much Brian Penny. Match.com. Yeah. So we're, we're, on, we're basically on the dating sites. Interests, wrestlers, acting. Getting a lot of fetishists. It's uh, mm. yeah, a bit weird, but I think you're all fetishists who listen to this, really. I was tweeting about this earlier, right? I've had an idea. We're gonna, we should start doing merchandise, right? First of all, I'd like to do a, a book of haikus. Okay. Right, so we'll do a book of haikus. Yeah. Secondly, you know the the iconic when wrestlers that logo. What do you reckon to that on the underside? Of some flip flops. Um. That'd look great. Imagine you'd be. You, who would wear flip flops? Uh, most of the people on Venice Beach will wear the flip flops. And whenever they're walking and the flip-flops lift up from the ground, I'll be able to see the logo on the bottom. Are you going to fill out a W8 BEM form that lets us trade with Americans? No. No, neither am I. I don't, I don't care. What I'll do instead is try and sell it on um, Bradford Market. What do you reckon? Think that'll work? Yeah, why not? Okay. Um, yeah, we're on iTunes. <laughs> um don't use this episode as a sample. Download some other ones, but um, you know, leave a review if you do like what we do. Um, oh, I hope you say that they're all this shit afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Rather than just the ones with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't worry, Dean will be back next week. It'll be great. <sighs> yeah, I, I really want to get a feud going between <laughs> you two. I want to. Come on, Colin. Come on, Colin. Yeah, cut a promo on him. Um, no, but, don't get me started on Scott. Oh, so. Where are we at? <laughs> he thinks that paper folding is an art. Yeah. Well, you know. You know, if you like what we do, you enjoy the show, do us a favour. Share one of the links 
from the whenwrestlersapp.com on your Twitter feed or Facebook or whatever social media you use. Put it on Grindr if you have to. Help spread the word. And we will see you in a fortnight. So take care and cheerio. Farewell. That was a fucking long drawn out ending if ever there was one. I hope that people don't put us on um, Growler. What's Growler? Um, so saw our friend Creamy recently and um, he goes on there. It's a it's a site for um, gay people to find bears. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to cut that in? 